Thank the Lord for letting us be back in this house again this morning. Uh, what a blessing. Beautiful sunny day God's give us. And, uh, we just thank the Lord for each one that's here. Uh, glad to have every person that's come, and especially our visitors. I want to say a special welcome to you. Glad to have you with us. I want to actually make a couple announcements uh, to start out, so I certainly don't forget them later, but I'll try to announce them again later. Then I have a scripture I want to read and have prayer, but... Uh, tonight, it's possible that D. Fusen will be with us. Brother D. Fusen, a good preacher friend, a pastor of Providence Missionary Baptist Church down in Tennessee, he's scheduled to be at Pleasant View this morning and uh, to help with the baptizing up there. And so I talked to Brother D. and asked him about coming tonight. He said, well, I'll try and I'm willing to. He said, if I can, some other folks coming with him. And he said, depends on some of their schedules. But he said, uh, if it's possible. So really pray. Maybe defusion will be with us tonight. Remember that. So uh, then uh, Wednesday night that's coming up, we're not going to have service. We dismissed it uh, in order to help us with our having our service on Thursday night, our New Year's Eve service. Our New Year's Eve service is going to start at 6 o'clock. Just going to have one service, no refreshments, no second service. Thursday night, New Year's Eve, one service starting at 6 o'clock. I've asked uh, Brother Denny Hunter to be with us and preach for us. Brother Denny, he prayed about it. He said, God willing, he'll be here. And so I'm excited uh, about both those things. I'm excited about uh, Dee being here and excited about Brother Denny being here, God willing. So, so let's really pray for those services. Keep those in mind. Now, getting to the scripture, uh, I want to look to the 61st chapter of the book of Isaiah, verse 1. And this is a prophecy about Jesus coming. And uh, it reads this way. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, uh, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And so, uh, boy, what a, what a scripture and what a prophecy. Uh, we'll ask you to stand for a moment and we'll have a word of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, this morning for letting us be in your house and for each one that's here. <clears throat> Lord, for each one that's uh, listening, watching on the live stream. We pray for this service, God. We pray that it would reach out and it would touch people's hearts here and touch people's hearts that are listening. God, we pray for all those that are sick and not able to come. God, we ask you to help them and bless them. Uh, God, just give us the service that we need this morning, uh, God, to change somebody's life. God, speak to people's hearts, and God, I know if they respond when you call, uh, that you do a work in their life that uh, takes them uh, from, from being on the way to hell to being on the way to heaven. And God, we pray today that you just bless and help us. We ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. amen. You be seated, and uh, we turn over to Brother Taylor and the choir. Page 12.
page 202. 202.
like to say it's good to be here this morning. Thankful for the good crowd we have. Um, I know with the holidays, sometimes it's hard to get to the church house, but uh, we've got a really good crowd, and I'm thankful for that. I'd like to ask everybody, if you would stand, um, we'll go to the Lord and ask if anybody has any, any unspoken prayer requests. Remember all those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Remember us, we have to go to Lighthouse tonight. So just pray the Lord will be done there. Remember Brent. At least the Lord is moving us around. That's a good thing. I, I get worried when I'm not going nowhere. I feel like, well, Lord, am I, am I where I'm supposed to be? Um, if you're a preacher, you ought to be preaching. If you're a singer, you ought to be singing. And uh, if you're somebody that's a member of the church, you ought to be coming to church. And uh, I, I've always kind of thought, you know, that's my job. That's what I need to do. And uh, I'm thankful for that. Thankful for the many blessings from it. Thankful for all the good things the Lord has done in my life. Anybody else have a prayer request? If not, we'll ask Eric to lead us in prayer. Thank you. 
Father, give them thanks this morning. We pray that you did not give them with your Holy Spirit. Father, give them your word that they might be able to preach your gospel. Lead us and guide us now, Father, and let them through this service and whatever Lord has accomplished in it. We're thankful for it. We ask in Jesus' name we pray. And amen. I'd like to ask at this time if anybody's got a song or a testimony on your heart. Anybody at all? Pray for both. Appreciate that. Anybody else have one? Tell you what, I can't get over uh, how many people we got this morning. It's really good. Blesses me. Anybody have anything before we turn it to our pastor? If not, we'll turn it over to you. I appreciate it, I'm like Jordan. I really, my heart's touched by the folks that are here today. I appreciate every person that's here. It's good to be here. I appreciate the choir singing and opening up the service. And uh, I want to ask again, uh, I appreciate that song. Uh, appreciate the special song. I want to ask again, anyone else feel like singing a song? If you do, please come. Mind the Lord. Just, uh, we've got uh, a lot to be happy about this morning. And boy, I appreciate uh, God's tender mercies. Uh, God is sure good to us. Let's pray for Sean while he comes. time in deciding whether or not to get up this morning but the Lord put a couple put a thought on my on my mind and in my heart um, about the Bible um, it says in there that you must be born again and if I was to sum the whole Bible up with one verse I'd probably use that one you must be born again but there's another one in there that touches me the same way and I'm not sure exactly where it is but it says Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. So that tells me that there's going to come a time in your life when God's going to show you exactly who he is and exactly where you are with him. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you live, that will, that will happen someday. And it's what you do with that after you find that out that determines where you're going to spend eternity. So I'm going to just try to sing this song and I'll sit down. <clears throat> When the melody's been written And the words 
you've all been pinned and you've heard the spirit calling through some old sacred hymn in the valley of decision tell me friend what will you do this life has many choices eternity has to this world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away the final invitation could be going out today you're standing at the crossroads and Savior's calling you. This life has many choices. Eternity has to. The straight and narrow way leads to life. The broad way down below. What would it profit? To gain the world and lose your very soul. Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. This life has many choices. Eternity has to. Sean, I appreciate that song. Anybody else got something on your heart? Do fall. Let's pray. I appreciate it. Everybody mind the Lord this morning. Listen to the words of this song. The skeptics, they say,
Don't lose faith. 
song. Thank the Lord for the truth of it. Uh, God in the good times, still God in the bad times. He's always with us. He's always what we need. Someone else have a song. You do, you're welcome sing. I like to look to scripture, I like to look to the book of Luke, chapter 4. Pray real earnestly. I really need your prayers this morning. I, uh, In book of Luke, chapter 4, and we'll start reading about uh, uh, verse 15. I'm, I'm sitting like I'm more nervous than usual this morning, and uh, but that's not a bad thing altogether. Uh, sometimes it reminds us even more how much help we need. I, uh, I can't preach unless the Lord comes because he's the preacher. I'm just uh, the message carrier. And... Uh, I thought, uh, as I studied on this, I there's so much information on this, and I'll just get a little part of it. But I remember something that Bob Jones told me. Uh, he told a whole group of preachers. When I was just a young preacher, there was a bunch of preachers, and he got up to preach. He said, I studied this, a lot of information on it. He said, uh, God showed me when I was a young preacher, uh, I needed to study, but when I got up, I can't depend on what I studied. If I just tell information, I'm not helping much. If that Holy Spirit doesn't come through, that spirit of preaching doesn't come through, uh, when I'm trying to impart that information, it's not worth much. It takes the Holy Ghost coming down out of heaven, coming through the heart of the church uh, to give the uh, preacher words to speak. It'll help somebody. And so, I, that's, of course, that's opposite what I want to do. Uh, but uh, here it says uh, in uh, Luke uh, chapter 4, verse 15, uh, and he, and that's talking about Jesus, he taught in the synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he was, had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, 
and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Now, if you remember what I read uh, from the 61st chapter of the book of Isaiah in verse 1 when I was opening up just a few minutes ago, this will sound familiar to you. Because Jesus got the book of Isaiah and he read from the book of Isaiah and this is what he read in verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bound, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And, and the Bible said, and I'll just tell you some of the rest of it, he closed the book, he gave it back to the minister, and it said all the eyes in the temple were upon him. And here's what he said. He said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. <clears throat> and so I, I need to use a subject today, uh, the anointed one. And so, uh, Jesus was anointed, the Holy Ghost uh, uh, was upon him, and uh, when it said, he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Now, if the gospel's preached today, it comes through Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Ghost. And uh, uh, it's him uh, that causes the gospel to have power to be real. And so while he was here, he preached his own everlasting gospel, and everybody's ever preached the gospel uh, since then or before then, uh, has preached it through him. And so, uh, again, I want to preach about the anointed one. And, uh, I want to uh, go back into the uh, book of John, and uh, I'll just tell you this. It said if you want to read it, you can. I'll just uh, refer to it. might read a little bit. But in the first chapter of the book of John, uh, John had been down to Jordan baptizing, and uh, he saw Jesus coming by. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And uh, boy, it got some people's attention. It got some of John's disciples' attention. And then the next day, uh, he said the same thing. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God. See, the story doesn't change. It's uh, the same yesterday and today and forever. And so uh, when these uh, two of the disciples of John, uh, they uh, began to follow Jesus. And he asked them what they wanted or what they desired. And he said, They said, We'd like to know where you dwell at. He said, Come and see. Well, they began to follow him, and they listened to Jesus, and uh, boy, they, they believed what he said. And uh, uh, I'll tell you, uh, one of the reasons that they believed what he said, uh, uh, probably the main reason, uh, because what John said, he told them, he said, I was baptizing. He said, when I saw him, uh, he said, uh, the one that told me to baptize told me that the one that I see the Spirit come and abide on uh, like a dove and stay on him, it didn't just come and go, but it stayed on. He said, that's the one that'll baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. See, John baptized with water, and that was a great work, and it had a great uh, story in it. Uh, but it was pointing to the one uh, that was coming to baptize in the Holy Ghost and fire. You know, we baptize in the baptistry. It's a church ordinance. I'm glad we do that. But we don't take away anybody's sin. Uh, that's a testimony uh, to them uh, that needs the Lord. Uh, when somebody gets baptized, that's a testimony. They're saying, I've been saved. See, we require a, a statement of, of salvation from people. People have got to testify they've been saved before we baptize them in the water. And so uh, John, uh, he said the Spirit came and abode upon him uh, like a dove. And so uh, anyway, come down here. 
and, and the Bible said these two disciples uh, that went and followed Jesus, uh, one of them was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And here's what he uh, went. He said, I'm going to follow Jesus. But the first thing he did, boy, I like this. He said, no, I'll just put this in my words. He said, i got to go get my brother. Uh, Billy Ray, uh, he went, he, he, he was excited about following Jesus. He went down there and he told Simon, he said, Simon, he said, I want you to come. He said, we found the Messiah. Boy, Messiah means the anointed one. He said, we found the anointed one. Uh, I want you to uh, come go with me. Let's go follow him. Uh, boy, that reminds me of something. Uh, when I was a lost boy and God reached me, uh, the church was praying for me, and I come and I got saved. Uh, I remember this so well, Brother Bill. Uh, when I got saved, I, I started looking back through the church house. I didn't even tell the church I saved yet. Uh, but Barry, I, I started looking for some of my friends. Uh, Linda, I wanted them uh, to follow Jesus uh, like I was. I wanted them, Kenny, I wanted them to have what I had in my soul. And, and so uh, that's what Andrew wanted. Uh, he got, uh, he, he followed Jesus and uh, praised God. Uh, he knew in his heart he wanted uh, Simon Peter to follow him too. So he said, uh, come, uh, we found uh, the Messiah, uh, which means the anointed one. Boy, praise God uh, for the anointed one. Uh, and uh, there's a, another scripture that uses that same word. It's over in the fourth chapter of the book of John. Very familiar scripture. You all will uh, be uh, familiar with it. Uh, Jesus uh, was passing through Samaria one time. And boy, I'm glad he did. He stopped there at the well. You remember the story about the Samaritan woman? The Bible said he must needs pass through Samaria. Uh, he knew right uh, that that woman needed some help uh, that was coming to the well to get water. Oh, uh, I'm telling you one thing, uh, Lord Thomas, I'm glad one time, uh, uh, probably it was in 1958, uh, I'm glad uh, Jesus uh, passed through Albert Street and he come by the little white block building. It wasn't fancy, uh, but boy, praise God, it's the, uh, the most memorable place in my life. He came by there and I got saved that day. Uh, well, Jesus passed through Samaria and, and the woman came to the well. You know the story. I, I won't recount all of it, but just a little bit of it to remind you. He asked her a drink of water. She said, why would you ask me a drink of water? Uh, you're a Jew and I'm smart. Our people don't have any dealings. Praise God. I'm glad uh, Jesus cares about everybody. No matter what your background is, where you're from, who you are, wh what you've done or anything about it. He said, if you knew who it was and asked you a drink of water, you'd ask me for a drink of water and I'd give you a drink of water being you a, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The natural water, you get thirsty again, but boy, the spiritual Holy Ghost water, it never uh, runs out. Uh, it takes care of you forever. Well, Jesus had a, a quite a lengthy conversation with this lady and uh, finally uh, uh, they began to talk and he told her you have to worship God in spirit and in truth and uh, there will come a day uh, that you'll not be worshiping God in this mountain you've got to worship him in spirit and truth and she said to Jesus a word something like this she said I know the Messiah's coming uh, when he comes he'll tell me all things Boy, I like this uh, uh, Jesus said uh, I that speak unto thee am he you know, the old devil tries to get us to think that things is way off and out here and it's going to happen later. Uh, but praise God, uh, Sean, I'm glad when Jesus is talking to us, it's a right now time. Uh, he speaks at the right now of time. He's a right now God. Well, uh, this woman, uh, she got happy. Uh, she got excited. And she got the real thing. 
Uh, she got up and left her water pots. She'd come to get water, and uh, those water pots didn't they, they didn't matter much anymore. She went into the city. She told the people of the city where she's from. Uh, she said, come see a man that told me all things that ever I've done. Is not this the Messiah? This is the anointed one. Boy, praise God. I'm glad uh, for the anointed one. Uh, and listen, uh, this reminds me of what we call the Christmas story. Back there in the second chapter of the book of Luke, uh, uh, Jesus was born down in Bethlehem. Uh, he was uh, laid in a manger, born in a stable, laid in a manger. And you all know the story. There were shepherds abiding uh, uh, in that same country, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, uh, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said, Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Praise God! Boy, uh, the angel told the shepherd boys about this. They had some conversation. And then the angels went back into heaven. Those shepherd boys said, We ought to go now uh, down there and see this. The Bible said, They then made haste. Boy, praise God. Uh, Listen, uh, they got the news. They got the word. It's just kind of like what Andrew did when he heard the word uh, from John the Baptist and and then he went and heard from Jesus. Then he he went and he made haste. He followed Jesus. Well, praise God. Well, let's go on and see some more comparison. They went down to Bethlehem. They found Mary and Joseph. They found uh, the babe lying in a manger just like they'd been told it would be. Boy, you know what I like about the word of God? Uh, when God tells you something, it'll be just like he told you it was going to be. Well, they uh, saw what they'd seen. The angel said, this will be a sign to you. I'm telling you what, uh, this will be a sign. God tells the truth. Well, here I like this part. Uh, when they had seen the babe, I don't know how long they stayed, but oh, I can only imagine how they rejoiced. Now, you know what? When they left there, they went and they told this story abroad in the whole country. Let me make a point here. Uh, if, you, uh, if you don't have Jesus, you need him. Uh, but when you come and you get acquainted with Jesus, uh, after that, are you spreading the story? Somebody might say, well, I'm not a preacher. No, I'm not well Bible read. Uh, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be well Bible read. If you're saved by the grace of God, uh, you've got some important news to tell. Uh, you need to be telling it, just like Andrew did to his brother Simon Peter, just like the shepherd boys did back here when they uh, left where Jesus was and they went on their way. I'm telling you what, uh, Jesus is the anointed one. Uh, uh, Let's go back a little bit and you pray real hard. Well, I feel the Lord this morning. I'm glad to be able to feel him, but I want uh, God to speak to somebody's heart. I know you're praying like that, like I am probably. I hope you are. Somebody needs the Lord here this morning. Uh, Let's go back and look at uh, the anointing uh, back in the Old Testament. Uh, there was uh, three classes of people in the Old Testament uh, that would be anointed. Now you say, wait a minute, preacher. You said Jesus was the anointed one. Well, he was. There's a distinction here. And if God will help me, let me. I, I'll try to get to that. But uh, back in the Old Testament, uh, the prophets were anointed, the priests were anointed, and the kings were anointed. Uh, you all probably remember the story as I do. heard it when I was just a kid. Uh, about uh, when uh, Saul was getting uh, put out of being king over Israel. God uh, told Samuel, said, once you go down to Jesse's house, he's got a boy 
and then I want you to anoint to be king over Israel. Now, Jesse had uh, seven or eight boys. Uh, that, that, that might, you say, well, preacher, don't you know? Well, uh, that's kind of a question in there. But anyway, he had a whole bunch of boys, seven or eight of them. Well, when Samuel got down there, uh, Jesse had some uh, big, stout, good-looking boys. Uh, Samuel, uh, one by one, they come by. He probably thought, well, this must be the one. This guy looks really good. God says, that's not the one. Another one come by. God says, that's not the one. Uh, see, God looks at things a little different than we do sometimes. Oh, all of them uh, went by that was there at the house uh, with Jesse. God said, none of these are it. Uh, so I guess Samuel, he was kind of in a spot. What am I going to do? But you all know the story that's read your Bibles. There was a, a little young lad. He was a fellow that looked after the sheep. He'd been out tending the sheep. Boy, he come in, his name was David. Uh, David come to the house. Uh, I don't, you know what? He probably wasn't dressed up real fancy. Uh, his clothes might have been dirty. He'd been out in the field. Uh, but he had what he needed down on the inside. Uh, he came in. God said, that's the man. Uh, well, uh, he said, anoint him. He's going to be king over Israel. Uh, so praise God. Uh, David got anointed. Uh, well, uh, what, about, what about the priest? Well, you go back and read the Bible. When the children of Israel uh, come out of the land of Egypt, and they started on their way, and God uh, set up a, a temple service for them, and uh, he set up a, a priesthood back there. Well, he told Moses, said, Moses, uh, get your brother Aaron and get his boys. And he said, I want you to anoint them because they're going to serve as priests uh, in the temple. And, and the Bible also says if a, a man's not anointed, he can't do the work in the temple. And so uh, if a man wasn't anointed, uh, he couldn't offer the blood on the altar when it was tied. Uh, he couldn't uh, keep the lights burning. That was one of the jobs of the priest, had to keep the lights burning all the time. Uh, Jordan, I'm glad uh, that our priest keeps the lights on all the time. Uh, praise God. But uh, then, so, uh, and you can read that. Well, another scripture that you might have read, there's a man named Jehu, and uh, God was going to depose the king. I think his name was Joram. Uh, that was king over Israel because he was doing bad things. God said, I'm going to put him out. I'm going to put Jehu in. Well, there was a, a prophet in the land named Elijah with a J. God said, Elijah! I want you to do some things for me. Elijah was getting ready to die and he still had work to do. Well, I'm glad God's got something for us right up to the time we get our last breath and we close our eyes and our heart beats its last beat. God's got something for us to do. And he told Elijah, he said, I want you to do some things. Uh, you're going to get ready to die here. I'm putting this in my words, but I want you to go uh, anoint Jehu uh, to be the king over Israel. And he said, there's a, another man, his name is Elisha with an S. He said, I want you to anoint Elisha because he's going to serve as a prophet in your room. Elijah uh, just stayed in his room a temporary amount of time, Jerry. Uh, we're not put here to stay always. We leave it here, folks. And, uh, but we need uh, to have something that uh, God blesses us to pass on to some folks. And so uh, he said, I want you uh, to anoint Elisha to serve in your room. Uh, well, uh, what, about, what about the king part? Uh, well, uh, I've already told you. He anointed David. He anointed Jehu. That's the king. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the prophet. And that's the priest. That's all three things. Uh, well, uh, let me tell you this. Uh, there was one man, the anointed one. He's the only one that ever held all three offices. 
Praise God today. Jesus is my prophet. He's my priest. And he's my king. And he's anointed in all three offices. And he does perfection in all three offices. The best they ever did uh, back there in that Old Testament. The best that you and I have ever done. Uh, we can make a good effort, Anthony. But I know I fail a lot. But my master never fails. You know, let me uh, give you this if I can. Uh, about uh, his anointing. Uh, boy, I praise God uh, that he's anointed in these offices. He's the anointed one. And uh, maybe uh, I might, I don't know, might read some other scriptures, might not. Uh, I don't know. But I'm glad uh, the Bible tells us uh, over in the book of Acts about chapter 3. Uh, they're talking and preaching about uh, Moses in the Old Testament. And the Bible said, talking about Moses, he was a great prophet. And here's what Moses said. Moses said, God will raise up a prophet like unto me from among the people. And when he raises him up, he said, hear ye him. Boy, Moses was preaching a real story. Uh, Eric, uh, Moses, uh, he was telling, and they told about what Moses said in the third chapter of the book of Acts. He said, when he raises up this prophet like unto me, hear ye him. He said, and if you won't hear him, you'll be destroyed from among the people. Uh, you've got to hear this prophet. He's the, the prophet of prophets. Uh, well, uh, praise God. Now, I'm telling you what. Uh, and what about a priest? Well, uh, says somewhere in the scripture, I can't remember for sure where it's at. Uh, my, I don't, it doesn't matter. But uh, the scripture said, uh, uh, maybe it's in Hebrews, I don't know. But the scripture said, uh, talking, about, uh, talking about the priest, said, we have a great high priest. And I, boy, I like this part. We have a great high priest that's ascended into the heavens. See, down here, uh, when the priest served in the, the temple, uh, right uh, when he died, his job's over with. Uh, but my great high priest, he ascended into the heavens. His job's still going on. Boy, I'm glad because uh, he put the blood on the altar. Uh, he took blood into heaven. Uh, uh, if you've read your scripture, when the Lord went back into heaven, uh, he took his own blood he offered it on heaven's altar in the presence of Almighty God and the blood never runs out. Uh, listen, when I was on the altar praying to get saved when I trusted Jesus, I can imagine a conversation between the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Boy, the Holy Ghost was moving. I can imagine Jesus saying, Father, little turtle rocks come to the altar. And he's trusted in me and he's repented of his sins. I can picture the father saying, yeah, son, I see it. Take the blood and put it all over his soul. Boy, I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. Woo! I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. My soul was dirty, but it's clean now. Jesus cleaned me up. He washed me in the blood of the lamb. And so... He said, our high priest, let me go on with this. I think this is in the fourth chapter of Hebrews, but you can find it. Uh, he went on. He said, we don't have a high priest uh, that can't be touched with our infirmities. He said, uh, I don't have a high priest uh, that's not interested in me. That's what he was saying. He said, but he said this. He said, but I have a high priest. And listen, this is amazing. He said, I have a high priest who was tempted in all the ways that we're tempted. You imagine that. Jesus experienced every temptation that we've ever experienced, but without sin. 
And so then it said, therefore, hold fast the profession uh, that you've made. What's it talking about? Now, don't let up on, you know, a lot of times people get saved, and I've been guilty of this. After I got saved, there was a time in my life that I kind of turned my back on God. I quit following him like I ought to. Oh, well, I'm telling you, that's a shame, and I felt miserable inside. But when I came and repented and renewed up, and God gave me back the joy, I said, Lord, help me, I want to follow you. So we have a high priest. Boy, praise God. So we've talked about the prophet a little bit. He was anointed. Jesus was my anointed prophet. We've talked about, uh, uh, talked about that and, and talked about uh, the prophet and the priest. Well, what about the king? Boy, I like this part, and I'll sum up with this maybe. Talk about a king. Over there in the 19th chapter of the book of Revelation, talks about one that came riding a white horse, and his eyes were like fire. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. I'm going to tell you, my Lord Jesus Christ, uh, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Uh, praise God, Kenny. Well, here's what it goes on. It says about him. He's riding that white horse, and he had on a vesture. That's his clothes. He had on a vesture dipped in blood. Boy, I've already talked about that. He offered his own blood. See, back under the law, the priest would kill an animal. They would offer the, the blood of a, a real good lamb or a bullock on the altar. They did the best they could. But my Lord, that John talked about was the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He offered his own blood. It's eternal. It never runs out. Well, here's what it says about that. You can get your song ready. I'll be short probably now. Uh, over there, and where it was talking about him riding a white horse and eyes with fire. He had on a vesture dipped in blood. And it said on his thigh and on his vesture. It had a name written. Do you know his name today? And the Bible said uh, no man knew it except he himself. Well, then how could I know it, preacher? Because when you get saved, uh, you're in him and he's in you. I heard about Jesus for a long time. But when I got saved, I got Jesus in my soul. Well, here's his name. On his thigh, on his vesture, he has a name written, praise God. He has a name written, it says, King of kings and Lord of lords. Regardless of what happens in this world, I'm telling you, uh, praise God, he's the King of kings and Lord of lords. Do you know him today? Get your song ready. Stay in church. I want to praise God today for the anointed one. And I'm telling you what, if you're not really acquainted with him today, you need to get acquainted with him. I'd like to invite you to come to the altar and pray. Uh, simple as that. I believe God's inviting somebody. If God's inviting you, why, my goodness, you ought to do that. And uh, praise God, there's room for you in the household of faith. Sing whenever you get ready. Somebody needs to come. There is a mountain uh, Yeah. Amen. That's what it is. Plenty of blood there. We're not here to embarrass you. You don't have to make a speech. But if you want Jesus, you do have to seek him. Well, preacher, does it have to be here? No. Wherever God calls you. If you'd like to have peace in your soul, if you'd like to have the anointed one, Live in your soul. Your prophet, your priest, your king. The one that died and rose from the dead and was alive. The one that shed his blood 
so you can have salvation. It just makes sense to seek it. If you feel that longing down inside, it's your choice. I'd like to ask you to step out. Step out from wherever you are and let's come. We'll gather and pray with you. I won't get right up real close to you. I'll give you some distance. Give you some social distance. I'll be pretty close. If you need some help or want to ask me something, I'll be close enough to hear you. But most of all, God's here. He's close enough to hear you. He stands and knocks at the heart. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone will hear my voice and open to me, I'll come in. Please come. We don't demand that you join this church. If you get saved, we'd like for you to. That's up to you. No pressure. We don't ask you about any of your sins. None of our business. God already knows. softly for a minute with heads bowed and eyes closed I'm not trying to put you on the spot and I'm not doing this to point you out or embarrass you but sometimes it helps us when we just firmly admit where we're at it did me I had to admit I was a sinner to myself I had to admit it to God in order for me to get saved I, I, I wonder if there's anyone here this morning that would just hold up your hand saying I'm a sinner and I need to get saved Oh, I appreciate that hand. Would there be some more? Would there be some more hands? Let me put it this way. Would there be anybody here this morning that's maybe puzzled about some things but realizes there is something I need in my life and I'd like to have that satisfied. I'd like that to be clear to me. Would you raise your hand? Well, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate those hands that were raised. A number of hands raised on that. Would there be another one? I thought there might be more, but there's quite a few. Let me ask you this. Listen real careful what I'm going to ask you. Is there anybody here this morning that kind of thinks you might have been saved, but you're not sure? And maybe even when the altar calls made, you think you ought to go to the altar, but then you don't know for sure. Would you just raise your hand and say, I'd like to be sure. I want to know what I'm saved. That's kind of an odd request maybe, but think about that. Is there anybody here that thinks you might have been saved, but you just don't know? You'd like to know. Would you just raise your hand by that? And I appreciate that hand that was raised. I appreciate that hand that was raised. Would there be anybody here this morning 
that's out of fellowship with God and knows you need to get in. You know, like those folks in the Bible I read about, once they got acquainted with Jesus, they went to telling the story. There's been times in my life I wasn't in shape to let anybody know I was saved. And I repented. Somebody here this morning that would raise your hand and say, I need to get back in where I can help somebody. I think I saw a hand up right quick and back down. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. In just a minute, I'm going to ask for another song. But I want to say this right out of the depths of my heart. And, and there might be cases here that I didn't even cover. There might be circumstances that I didn't even mention. I didn't think of. But God knows. And if God's speaking to your heart, you know. And I trust God today. Boy, praise God. We can trust Him. You can trust Him. Okay. While we sing this next song, whatever your case is, if you need to come to the altar and pray, God's wanting you to do that. We, we honor. We'll, we'll gather in and pray with you. We'll give you space, but there'll be the whole church can pray whether back there or up here go ahead and sing when you're ready please come please come obey the Lord obey the Lord please come will you hear him today will you hear him and will you, will you listen to him will you answer him today I'm going to walk back this way I'm not, I don't have intention to go to speak to anybody I certainly don't want to embarrass you. Once in a while I go to people, but I, I don't have that impression this morning. But I just thought if I'd come back this way, if you could step out from where you're at, meet me in the altar, or in the aisle, excuse me. If you're here, you need to come and pray. If you're going to step out and meet me in the aisle, we'll walk up the aisle together. If that'll help you a little bit, well, I'll be thankful for that. And I'll be honored and happy to do that. To come and pray, please come. Well, I'd love to. I'd love to walk up the aisle with you. I'd love to go to the with you. We can walk up there together. Nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about. I know it was hard for me when I was young, but I was so shy. But God helped me. <coughs> God will help you this morning. How do you know, preacher? Because He helps everybody to reach out to. God doesn't turn anybody down. He helps everybody to reach out to. Would you just come this morning? Please come. One of the things Satan used on me, said, if you go to the altar, is if you get saved, you won't know what to say. Well, I didn't have to know what to say. It didn't matter. The important thing is for me to get saved. <coughs> you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. <coughs> but if you want to get saved, Except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. That's John 3, 3. Seek ye the Lord. The Bible says, while he may be found, call ye upon him while he's near. Well, I believe he's close to somebody's heart. It feels to me probably like Jesus is standing right there knocking at your heart. I know when I was lost, I could feel my heart pounding. I, I was nervous. My palms sweaty. I had all kinds of situations. But I'll tell you one thing. When I come to the altar and I got saved, it was worth it all and more. It was worth it all and more. I've never been sorry that I come to Jesus. I've never been sorry that I got saved. 
I've got a lot of good things in life I'm happy about. I've got a, a good wife and children and grandchildren and some of them's, uh, my children's married, got good in-laws. Some of my grandchildren married, got, good, got a good church to go to. Uh, just so many good things, wonderful things. All those are blessings from God. But the best blessing that I ever got was when I was 12 years old. <clears throat> and I was sitting on the altar bench in perspective probably by the right about you. I'd been on my knees praying. I hadn't got satisfied. I got up and I was sitting on the bench and other people were talking. And I was so distressed. I didn't want to die and go to hell. And I said, oh God, I've done all I can. I've prayed the best I can. I've done the best I can. I promised y'all I know how to. And that wasn't where it was at. And I said, God, if you don't save me, I'm a gone. When I put my trust in Jesus, that's my only hope. Nothing else. Jesus saved me. God washed away my sins. Things changed on the inside and in my life forever. I'm like Sister Karen said earlier, earlier in the service. I don't know what I'd do without Jesus. Well, I'm glad I've got him. And I'm glad he's got me. Please come. Please come. Okay. As far as we're going, unless somebody else got an impression, I, boy, I felt like God's called me. You know, we, God doesn't tell us to make people come. We don't, we don't mean to try to pressure anybody. Uh, I felt sometimes pressured when I was lost, but it wasn't people doing it. It was... God getting my attention. I felt very anxious about it. And sometimes sometimes I even thought as a lost boy, when the preacher says, have another song, I'd say, oh, no, they're going to sing another song. Won't they quit singing so I can go home? It's, I know that's silly, but it, that's true. But tonight I got saved. All my perspective changed. Thank you, Lord, for all the all recall songs you sang to me. Thank you, God, for all the preaching that you preached to me. Thank you, God, for all the testimonies that touched me. Thank you, God, for all your Holy Spirit that moved through the church that got my attention. God went to great lengths to get me saved. Well, you must be special. I am just like you are. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Every one of us are special to the degree that God loved us enough that he let Jesus come and suffer and die on the cross. Okay. Any words from anybody else?
good while. I've got some folks on my heart that God's given me a burden for uh, that I like to hear news from those individuals getting saved. So God's able. God can reach people wherever they're at. But now God doesn't make you get saved. He won't, he won't run you down and kidnap you. But he just comes so wonderfully to the door of your heart. Knocks. And if you'll open up, he'll come in. He'll bring you into him and he'll come into you. He said, I'm in you, you're in me, and I'm in the Father, the Father's in me. He's the one. <clears throat> the Bible said, and I can't put this probably exactly right, but I'll get the substance of it. The Bible said, there is no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. means if you're going to get saved, it's him. He's the one, the anointed one. That's him. Any other announcement? Somebody got an announcement? We'll turn over to you. Girls might have a song. Just come on, follow your heart. Follow your heart. Be what you feel like. Yep, pray, church. Bless the Lord. Pray. The altar's available. You come. If God's called. The preachers <coughs> are weary. Yeah. The singers are tired. The church as we know it is losing its fire. And some are discouraged from bearing the load. But we must determine to keep pressing on Amen. and if just one more soul yeah. were to walk oh, that's right. down Amen. the aisle, one more soul. it would be worth every struggle. Would you come this morning? It would morning? be worth well, every mile.
Okay, anybody have an announcement? Well, let me go back over uh, the announcements that I made earlier. Possibility that Dee Fusen will be with us tonight. I hope he's here. He's going to come if he can. He doesn't know for sure. <clears throat> and uh, so, really pray, pray for service tonight. If you can, come back. <clears throat> and then uh, Wednesday night, not going to have a Wednesday night prayer meeting as usual. We're going to have a Thursday night service. <clears throat> That's New Year's Eve. Starts at 6 o'clock. Just one service, no refreshments, one service. Brother Denny Hunter's going to be with us. I've asked Denny to come preach with, uh, for us. And uh, well, I'm, I'm just I'm excited about both those things. So really pray. Pray very much. Go ahead. Um, on New Year's Day, which is this coming Friday, um, we're going to have the youth come to the fellowship hall, 6th grade and up, and we're going to meet from 3 to 7, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Wear your church camp shirts that we didn't get to wear this last year, the Faith Over Fear ones. If you don't have that shirt, wear a different church camp shirt. And then also bring a Nerf gun and bring your appetites and just really be praying. Um, I'm so proud of our youth. You know, the last few events we've had, it's been all about giving back and helping others. And this event is all about you. So um, please come and please be praying. I know everybody's had a really hard year in different areas, um, but the youth also have had a hard year too so just really be praying for them and be praying for us on new year's day um also um we are going to do pray the halls out in the foyer i or fellowship hall i don't know i always say that um i won't be here i have a christmas but chrissy is going to be leading that up so remember that thank you well i appreciate the, that announcement those announcements and i appreciate our young people and i appreciate our youth leaders People works with them. Well, I thank God for you. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Well, let me remind us how we dismiss, and this will be especially important this morning because we've got a especially good crowd. Uh, our deacons will dismiss from the back a row at a time, so just stay in your seat if you can until they come. It won't take long. Uh, if you have something you want to put in the offering, the offering plates will be outside the door back there, and uh, so instead of gathering up in a crowd in the foyer, just uh, uh, you know, get your coat and, and uh, gently move on through. And if you you know uh, can, well, that way to keep a crowd from being there, make it safer. I think y'all know what I mean. And uh, not trying to be rude, but uh, just keep moving. And uh, remember, service time tonight at six o'clock. Anything else? <clears throat> Let me say this. I, I feel impressed to say this. If you're here this morning and you're concerned about your relationship with God, whatever it is, and maybe you even needed to move today or maybe not, but if you're troubled about some things, if, it would, if you would feel like it would be a help to you to talk to me after church, feel free to come to me. And uh, uh, I'll be glad to visit with you. I'll be as private and discreet in our conversation as I can be. But if there's anything that you have that you'd like to ask me or a question or anything, with God's help, I'll, I'll try to try to answer. And so maybe sometimes just discussing things helps things. So anything else? Okay. Right. Amen. Right.